0: Welcome to another episode of Talking to Myself. I'm your host, Jake Letizia, and this is the podcast where I look into a camera and I talk to myself. How's it going? How you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing great. Hope uh, everything in your life is wonderful and grand and you're having just a lovely time being alive. I hope all of that for you. I hope... Um, I hope you're enjoying the nice weather. It's nice out today in particular. I'm recording this on a Saturday as I usually do. And it's nice as fuck out. We're starting to get that warm weather finally, which is especially good in COVID times because right now I've been going to more bars and uh, most of it's outdoors and when you're outdoors at a bar you pray to god that it's going to be over 70 degrees and when it's not you go god damn it when's the summer coming it's crazy how quickly it changes to summer and i always forget every year i have no i have no I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I have no idea what the weather is going to be, the changing of seasons, don't know about any of it. I just I just wake up and I go outside and I proceed with caution. I wake up, I go outside, or I look at the... I I look up weather forecast and I just look at the degrees and that's it. If it says rain, don't pay attention to it. If it says sun, don't pay attention to it. Just see the degrees and I go, all right, I might need a coat. And then I go outside and I go, hey, this coat's not good enough, but I'm already 10 steps from my door. I'm not turning back. That's what's been happening a lot lately. I go out to a bar. I go, oh, it's warm enough not to have a coat. I go just like this, no coat then it proceeds to get dark and I start getting freezing and I go, God damn it. Isn't it may? When the fuck does it get hot? I guess it just turned may. And in may I was looking at the temperature changes, uh, and how significant they are. And from April to may, they're like from April 30th to may 1st. It's a, fu- it's a temperature spike, which I guess is true. Cause today it's 80 degrees And, and the last week of April, it was all fucking 60, 60 to 70. So I guess that makes sense. Anyway, who cares? I'm, I'm literally talking about the weather. I'm literally talking about the most boring fucking thing you can talk about right now to start this podcast off. (laughs) I wonder why this podcast isn't exploding, dude. I wonder why fucking I'm not getting millions of listeners. Maybe it's because I start episodes by talking about the fucking weather. Anyway, but yeah, I hope it gets warmer so I can be at bars more. Also, a reason why I I hope it gets warmer is just because I've been going on more dates. Or, Or not going on more dates. I've been more in the dating arena as in I've been looking for dates but they're not, you know, what I want to talk about is there was, I, I had a weird thing this week. Um, I don't know. I've been having weird luck on dating apps. I don't know if it, and I don't even know if luck is the right word. I've just been having weird interactions with people and it's making me just be like, what am I, I got to get out of here. And I guess that's just is what it is. If you're on a dating app, you're having weird experiences and you're thinking, I got to get out of here, but you don't for some reason, because what are you going to do? Quit? You can't quit looking for love. You got to keep fucking searching until you either find it or you're fucking dead. That's how it goes. I guess it's part of the human condition. You search for love until you die or find somebody who you will eventually hate. That's life. That's love. That's what it is. That's what it is being a dumb fucking person which we all are to a degree. Anyway, so I, I on um the dating app uh this week some weird shit happened. Sorry, I'm, tr- I'm losing my train of thought. I was on Bumble this week. <laughs> I'm on all these fucking different apps, man. It's out of hand. All everything I do in life is too it's too many of the thing. Do you know what I'm saying? If I'm looking for porn, if I'm if I'm looking for a TV, it doesn't matter what I'm looking for. If I'm looking for anything, if I'm doing anything with anything, there's too many of the thing. I'm on like five different dating apps when I'm online looking for something to buy, I'm on I'm in 20 different tabs. On Google Chrome, it's just too many. It's overwhelming to my fucking brain. And yet I do the same thing over and over again. So anyway, I'm on like five different apps, but I happen to be on Bumble one day, because what you do is you open Every day you open the app, you swipe a couple times, you get depressed, you go to a different app, you swipe a couple times, you get depressed, and so on and so forth. You take a break, then in the middle of the day you go, fuck it, I'll go back on those things, maybe I'll match with somebody. You swipe a bit, you get depressed, it's a cycle that you fucking follow yourself on uh, all day. You're in bed at night. You're like, fuck it. I'm bored about to go to sleep. I'll swipe, get depressed, go to sleep, wake up. Ah, eh, fuck it. I'll do it the first thing on my phone. Swipe a little bit, get depressed. You, you sense like a pattern? It's almost like depression is paired very, uh, very perfectly with these dating apps. It's almost like if you don't want to be as sad, just don't have them, but you got to find love. So I'm keeping them. Anyway, so this week I was on all of them, but this one day in particular, I happened to be on Bumble. I was swiping. I was bored. I was uh, editing something for work and I was bored as fuck and I was like, fuck it, I'll swipe. So I start swiping and I match with somebody. And on Bumble, when you match with somebody, you don't think much of it because they have to message you. And, And most people just message, hey... And then you message back, hey, or hey, what up? Because what else are you going to message back to hey? I've talked about this so many times on the podcast. Just man, woman, whoever you are, don't message hey. And if you do message hey, when you get a hey back or a what up back, that that's expected. Motherfuckers who message you hey, and then in real life, they have the nerve to be like, everyone's so boring on dating apps. They always reply to me with like, what up? Or, Hey, can't they say something more interesting? What did you say to them? Well, I said, Hey, so what the fuck do you expect, dude? What the fuck do you expect? I've had people say to my face, they complain, It's so annoying how, how people just say, Hey, on dating apps, can't you think of a more interesting thing to say? And I go, what do you message on dating apps? They go, Oh, well, I usually start with a wave. Hey man, we're on a text message thing. We're, we're, we're in text format right now. You use, you use letters and you combine them into words and then you do a couple of words and you make a sentence. You don't do a fucking emoji of, of a hand waving. Okay. If you want to wave to me, you can do it on our first date when I see you across the street. So I know who you are. Don't do it in the text part. Don't do it in the, Hey, what are do are you an interesting person part of the conversation because you're telling the person i'm not if you send this if you send a hand waving as your first message on a dating app all you're signaling to that person is you're boring as fuck you're boring and i'm and i'm almost done with the conversation and i'm about to unmatch anyway so on Bumble, you go, all right, I don't even know. This probably nothing that's going to happen. But Bumble, the thing about Bumble, though, is that it is, there's all the different things with the dating apps are. Okay, Cupid is like the the most open, where you can like message people even if you're not matched with them. Uh, Bumble is the most attractive people and also women mess get the message first. Uh, hinge is people are looking for relationships and, and there's for some reason, a lot of ugly people on it. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the most attractive person. I'm sure some people see me and go, look at that fucking dog, dude. Look at that gross fucking dog. So... I'm not one to judge, but it just is what it is, man. When you're on Hinge and you're swiping, you're like, what's going on here? You just do. And I thought I felt like an asshole the first time I was on Hinge, and I felt like everyone on here is not. Don't get me wrong. There are some beautiful people on the app. I'm sure they're beautiful in their souls, but they're also some physically beautiful people on Hinge. But for the most part, it's a lot of what the fuck, man. It's a lot of uh, why it's just so many at all the other apps. It's like a attractive person, attractive person, not so attractive, attractive. It's a good mix, but on Hinge, it's like, what the fuck? Okay. You know, it's not the same ratio as most apps. And I felt bad thinking this and, and and I even told my friend I might have said this on the podcast I even told my friend like is this mean but like everyone on hinge is ugly <laughs> and he goes what do you mean dude that's kind of fucked up to say and I was like ah oh, maybe I'm being an asshole and then he downloaded hinge and about a month later he said to me he goes he was sitting next to me swiping on hinge he goes hey man I'm going to say this to you. It might be fucked up, but everyone on Hinge is ugly. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, dude, that's what I was saying to you. And then recently another friend of mine was downloaded Hinge And he said the same thing. And then after he said it, another friend came into the conversation and we're like, Oh, we're just talking about hinge. And he goes, dude, everything, everyone on that is, is not the best looking. And then we laughed and said, that's exactly what we were just saying. And listen, we're part of the dating pool on hinge. So we're part of the ugly dude. I don't, I don't exempt myself from the grossness on that app. I'm just saying, you know, on the male side of that app, I am ho- I hope I'm getting buried is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying a good, smart dating app buries me and all the other uggos underneath the attractive people. It's just shocking that on Hinge, it doesn't do that. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, people on Hinge are beautiful, okay? Except if they're not. Anyway... <laughs> Um, I was on Bumble. This person matches with me and I go, okay, we'll see if they message me. Who knows? So then I get a message and it's a message that's like beautiful. I, 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 you better be enjoying the beautiful day, getting some vitamin D. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not a, Hey, a full open, like a, like an actual thing. She said that I can respond to great. So then I'm like, Hey, uh, trying to, I just hope it doesn't pour. Cause on, cause I actually looked at the weather for once when she messaged about the weather. I said, I'm going to come prepared. I looked up the weather. It said that it had a chance of raining that day. So then I texted back. Yeah. Just trying to get out there before it pours. And then she says, you're, you're good. It's supposed to pour tomorrow or it's not going to rain till tomorrow, which is fine that she said that. But part of me was like, motherfucker, I just looked at the weather and it says there's a chance of showers. (laughs) I don't know why you're hitting me with, well, it's not going to rain till tomorrow when it says on here, it might rain tonight. So I don't know why you're hitting me with the, nah, dude, you're wrong about that. It's going to rain tomorrow. Don't know why you're hitting me with it anyway, but it was fine. I'm mostly joking. And We start messaging back and forth and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to go for a walk soon. And then she's like, where are you going on a walk? And I was like, why are you trying to join? I was like, I'm going to walk to the Lower East Side. She goes, oh, I actually live on the Lower East Side. I'm like, all right. And I'm trying to figure out, She's trying to like hang out right now? Like what's going on? So then I say, oh, well, we should enjoy the nice weather this weekend. And she goes, for sure. What's your schedule like? We set up a date and then i go let me get your number and we'll figure out the details of the date she gives me her number i text her i say hey let's go to this place she's oh oh i text her and i and when i get a phone number on a dating app i immediately text about a date and, so, and i what i try to do is i try and like talk about a date on the app and then be like let me get the phone number and then we exchange phone numbers and then we text a, About the plans for the date and make a date. And then I would prefer not to talk to the person until the date actually happens. I just think that's the best way to do it. That way you got plenty of shit to talk about on the date. That way you don't fucking. You get a chance of meeting the person and, 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 having a sense of them without having a bunch of conversation with them and then meeting them and being like, well, I don't like you in person. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you, do, sometimes you talk with somebody a lot and you, and the conversation is good, but then you meet them and you're like, oh, everything is off. Your mannerisms are strange. You're, you're, you don't look like the person that you showed me on the app. that happens all too often. It's so crazy. I've said this before. You, you, I'm going to see you, dude. I don't get people who have photos on their dating apps. That doesn't look like them. I'm going to see you. We're going to see you. The person who you're asking on a date is going to see you in real life. And then they're going to see you and go, what? What? And I I used to feel bad about it. I used to, and I still feel a little bad. But I always I always try and put it in perspective of like I the the thing that I worry most about uh, in going on a date is is whether or not the person's gonna look how the how they're supposed to look. I mean, well that's the second thing after worrying about like maybe being murdered or they're gonna kill me or capture me or or you know. Or it's a, it's not even like, instead of a woman, it's a man who just wants to clobber me. I don't know. You know, there are other things to worry about, but I'm saying beyond, beyond the obvious, like maybe I'll get killed (laughs) type shit. The thing that I worry about is, uh, is the person going to look how they look Because I've gone on dates where in person, I see the person and I go, that doesn't look like the person. And then on the date, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm not attracted to this person. So the conversation might be good, but at the end of the day, I'm not attracted to this person, so it just feels off. And I used to feel bad about that, but then I was like, no, I shouldn't feel bad about that because that's a valid thing to think. It's valid to be bummed out when you meet somebody Who doesn't look the way they presented themselves to look. Because that's a form of lying. (laughs) It is, dude. If I write on my dating app, I make fucking six figures a year. And then you meet me and I go, oh, I don't make that much money. You'd be like, you'd be like, I mean, I get why you lied about that. But I wish you hadn't. It's the same thing with filters and pictures and all this. It's the same thing with a person making themselves look very hot on a dating app. You meet them in person. You go, I mean, you didn't, you don't look the way you said, and you didn't really need to look that way, but it's kind of weird that you did. It's kind of weird that you presented this false fucking version of yourself. And so I'm justified in feeling bummed the fuck out anyway. Um, I don't even know where I was going with this. I don't know. I went on a fucking huge tangent. Anyway, so we message each other. Oh, I like to get, I like to, so that's why I like to get a sense of somebody all at once. So there's no disproportionate shit. There's no liking the conversation more than, than me being attracted to the person. There's none of that. We get the date. We go on the date. It's good. So I message her immediately and I go, Hey, would you rather go to a divey dive bar or a cocktail bar? And she messages back, cocktails. And immediately I go, fuck this date. (laughs) Immediately. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Cause I'm already, cause as I said, I'm already bummed out. I'm already half depressed from these apps. I don't really want to, I want to, I'm lonely. It's been a long time since I've been on a date. Well, not a long time since I've been on a date. I went on a date like a month ago. But that's a long time since I've been on a date. A month ago? Since I've had sex? Fucking longer, dude. I think it's been a year. It's been a long fucking time since I've had sex. Dude, I'm, I'm, it's, and it's getting bad, dude. I'm starting to look at women like I'm hungry, okay? I'm starting to look at women like I'm fucking Tony Soprano. Like I'm looking at women like, how you doing? Not out loud in like, I don't say that to women. That's rude. If I'm like, how you doing? I'm not cat calling them on the street. That's a rude thing to do. But in my head, I'm very Italian. In my head, I'm very like, you know, in my head, I'm doing what Tony does where he sees a woman and you just hear. (laughs) And then she walks over and he's like, how you doing? (laughs) That's what I'm doing in my head. I'm breathing heavy and looking at this woman like i want to eat her like she's a plate of lasagna um but on the outside i'm just like oh hey how's it going do you know what i'm saying that, that that's bad when you start when you start when you're a man and you start and you, and it's been so long that you've had sex that you're becoming tony soprano that's not a good thing it it means it's time to be intimate with somebody it means it's time to re re, re, uh, reconfigure your brain a bit, man. Um, anyway, so, and that's the problem too, is that I'm, I'm, I have this terrible combination of, of, uh, it's been a while. I'm lonely. I would like to be on a date with somebody. I would like to, to do something with somebody, have a nice time. But at the same time, there's the other part of me that's just fucking, any inconvenience. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm not willing to put the effort forward that you need to go on a date with somebody. I'm not willing to put the effort for it forth to match the, my desire. The thing I desire to happen anyway, but I stomach it and I go, fuck it. Don't it's fine. Cocktails. It's fine. It'd be sick. A friend of mine was like, what's wrong with cocktails? I don't mind cocktails. I'm like, yeah, cocktails are fine, but he's like, a lot of girls pick cocktails. I was like, yeah, but the fun ones pick dive bars. (laughs) He said, you got a point. And it's true, dude. I don't mind going... To a cocktail bar and a date, I've done it before, but in my experience, the fun ones always pick dive bars. Fun people pick dive bars. It's just a fact. People who pick cocktail bars are people watching their weight or trying to drug people. That's what's going on. Douche bags who use fucking date rape drugs go to cocktail bars. And then women who want to stay ripped as fuck. <laughs> Okay, it's not the kind of people I really want to be around. It's true, dude. Cocktail, but that's all I can think about when I'm a cocktail bar is these dudes are disgust. like they're, they're always bro fucking dudes who are like, hey, yo, guy buy you a drink, bro. Always. Um, and I, it's not my, it's not, it's just not, uh, uh, where I think I should be or where I enjoy being anyway. Um, I got to stop saying anyway, I was listening to the, uh, one of the podcasts I was editing. I was like, damn, dude, I say anyway, all the fucking time. I got to cut that shit out, but <laughs> I'm about to say it again. Anyway, <laughs> every time I'm like, I can't say that word. I'm about to say the word right after I say, I shouldn't say it. It's just an easy refrain, man. Um, but I was at the, I used an um instead. That's the thing. You got to use an um and anyway or like you got to use something, bro. So she said cocktails, and I was like, okay, cocktails. It's fine. I pick a place. She goes, oh, I like that place. I was like, cool. So then we're so then she goes, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, don't do this, please. And so I answer the question and then she starts hitting me with multiple questions. You know, the thing that people do, especially on dating apps, especially when you haven't met someone in real life. I mean, you do it with friends sometimes and people you have met in real life, but a lot of times for whatever reason, it happens with dates and dating apps and people who you've, you've not met face to face yet, where you, you send like five subjects of conversation and then you respond to all five and then you're having like five conversations at once. It's annoying. Okay. I've been guilty of it. I try not to do it. Other people do it to me. I don't like it. It's something you, we all put up with for some reason on dating apps. And when it comes to dating in general, I'm going to hit you with five. You hit me with five back and we keep having this fucking five layer conversation until we're just like, Hey, let's stop this and just go on the date and find out if we actually like each other but I don't like it anyway. So she's sending me, what do you do for work, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm answering her questions. Then I'm hitting her with questions and she's answering some of them, but not all of them. And I'm like, Hey man, don't hit me with five questions that I answer all of them. And then I hit you with them and you don't answer them back. One of the questions she didn't respond to, cause I found out she's a fitness trainer. So I was like, damn, that checks out. You're a fitness trainer. That's why you want to go to a fucking cocktail bar. You're you're watching your figure. I get it. It's all good. Also, all of her pictures were like her being swole. And I was like, get it. All right. That makes sense. Um, and so, oh, and also her name on the app was pickles. So one of the first things she says to me was like, what do you do for a living? Also, don't you want to know what my real name is? And when she said that, I was like, ah, shit, because here's the thing. I thought pickles might be an alias, but then again, I don't see a lot of aliases that are that obviously of an alias on an app. So I just figured it was a weird name. I mean, one time somebody's name was Wolf on a dating app and I was like, that's chill as fuck. I like that name and it was her real name. And I'm not going to lie. The majority of why I want to go on a date with her is because I thought it would be sick to date someone named Wolf. Not going to lie. That was part of the motivation here. Her name was Pickles. I was like, would be cool to date somebody named Pickles. That's weird as fuck. (laughs) Anyway, uh, she goes, don't you want to know what my real name is? And I was like, I was kind of hoping it was Pickles. And then she like loved that uh, message or whatever. and was like, oh, my name is Gianna. And I was like, what are you, my cousin? (laughs) my name's Melissa. Okay, dude. What are you a fucking one of my Italian cousins? I don't I, beep. Can't you be pickles? Also, I don't know. Don't make your alias pickles. Cause now I'm just like, I want to call, I'm going to call this girl pickles. I don't want to call her Melissa. I don't want to call her by her name. I want to call her the better name. Also, again, it goes into that weird. I get it, man dating apps for women are strange and 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 it might be safer to use an alias but at the same time it does make me feel like the picture thing it's like hey I swiped right because you looked a certain way and not that looks are the only thing that matters but we all have preferences based on looks and I did swipe thinking you look a certain way and I also did swipe thinking pickles is a sick sick name and now that it's not I'm a little bummed out that's all I'm gonna say I'm not gonna knock on the date but I'm a little bummed out uh that was the end of the first part I'll see in the second part what's up I'm back I'm taking way too long to tell this story too anyway uh let me try to fucking power through the rest of this real quick first half hour that's the thing i always start a story and i have no idea how long it's going and then i'm like damn dude i told this story for fucking 40 minutes i got to i got to i got to edit my goddamn mouth um i go on so many fucking pointless tangents And then I do this too, where I'm explaining that I'm taking too long to tell the story and that just makes the story even longer. So I need to shut the fuck up and finish the shit. Anyway, Pickles, I'm pissed. Her name's not Pickles. That sucks. Her name is fucking, uh, 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 what's it called? Stefania instead. Hey dude, what are you, my cousin? (laughs) No, I don't have anyone named Stefania. Actually, a, fr- a friend of mine named Stefania, and that's a fucking beautiful name. And I like that name. And if her name was Stefania, I would have been cool with it. But her name was Melissa, and that fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> I didn't say that, though. I said, ah, oh, Pickles is a cute name, but Melissa's still a cute name, too, though. Is it, though? Is it, though? Or was I lying? I think I was lying, but it's fine. Anyway, nah, it's a cute name. Is it? I don't know anyway and now I'm saying anyway a bunch fuck me dude so we're texting and uh she starts talking about how she's from Texas and then I was telling her I went to Texas one time and it reminded me of Westchester and then she starts being like really Texas reminds you of Westchester so that annoyed me because I'm like yes it does and then I said, yeah, the part in Westchester that I'm from, this happens often. And a lot of the time it's from people who don't fucking know Westchester. Westchester is very big and, and very different. There are, like urban parts of Westchester that are more cityish and there are parts of Westchester that are like small tiny towns and then there are parts of Westchester that are f- like farmland that are rural as shit my ex-girlfriend was like there's no way I lived in a rural area there's no way Westchester's rural rural I've been to parts of Westchester and then I was like okay well where I grew up is kind of rural and farmish and then she came here one time and I drove past a horse farm and I wasn't even thinking about the shit. I was just driving to a place. I was just driving the way you drive in my hometown. And then my ex went, this is really rural. And I said, yeah, why would I be lying? (laughs) So this was a little bit annoying. Her being like, what? Texas. I was like, yeah, the place in Houston that I was at was very suburban and flat, and like, you know, was, f- there was some farmland that reminded me of where I grew up, and she was like, oh, okay, that's weird. She just goes, I used to live in Westchester. I go, where in West- Westchester? She goes, Montrose. I go, what's that? I'd never been there. And she goes, "It's in- it's in Westchester. I go, yeah, I know that, but like, what's it like? She goes, it's a neighborhood in Westchester. I go, yeah, dude, but what is it though? <laughs> and she's like, uh, I go, what's it? I go, what's it like? Because you know, Westchester is very different. I just told you my like Westchester for me is very rural. Like I'm trying to be as nice as possible. It's very rural. No. I, and I was like, no, I, I get it. Yeah. I also come from a neighborhood in Westchester, but it sounds like mine's different. What was yours like? And she's like, "Oh, it was like Greenpoint. Uh, you know, shops and and bars and all that." I was like, "Okay. All right. Why why did I why did I have to pull that information out of you?" Anyway, it was very annoying. It was like she was asking a lot of questions, but then I had to like pull teeth to get answers from her. It was irritating, bro. And it just got me to the point where I was like, "Maybe this is just a boring person. Maybe we shouldn't go on a date." I'm kind of getting annoyed, but at the same time, I'm lonely. I I just want to go on a date with somebody. I want to fucking, I just want to flirt and be with somebody where something might happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just want to be in the context of a date. You just want to be on a date. You just want to be in the arena, if that makes any fucking sense. And so I'm like, whatever, this is annoying, but whatever. Uh, so then she goes, can I get your IG? And I go, sure. Uh, can I get yours? And then she gives me mine. And then, then she gives me, well, first I say some stupid shit. I always say this shit. I go like, Oh, you can get my IG, but you might think I'm a weirdo after you see it. Cause I, I don't know. I'm saying a bunch of weird shit on my Instagram. Also, my stories are weird as fuck. I'm a weird person sometimes. So, And also I don't like giving my Instagram out, but I was, I don't know i was just like, fuck it, whatever. Here's my Instagram. And so I say the little spiel. Oh, you know, you might think I'm weird after it. (laughs) Anyway, what's your Instagram? She gives me hers. Just another one word answer. She just gives me the Instagram. Doesn't say anything else. Just gives me the exact name of her Instagram. And I go and look at it. And, uh, it's just all her working out. I'm like, that makes sense. She's a fitness trainer, all that shit. And then I go to posts about a year back and, uh, there's a new year's photo of her and a dude making like a cute face and they look like a couple. And I was like, what's this? And then I look at all the stuff before that. And it's just tons of pictures with her and this dude, like kissing on vacation like, super relationshipy shit. And then I'm like, oh, is this person just out of a fucking four-year relationship? And the reason why I know it's four years is because I scrolled back until I didn't see the dude anymore. And I was like, damn, dude, most of her Instagram is her and this guy. <laughs> so I was like, damn, another one? Because I had that other date with that other person. Who I told you guys about that, where it was a good first date, but she was just out of a relationship and that didn't work out, whatever. But that was different because I liked that person. That was different because the conversation leading up to the date had me going, I really hope I go. I really hope this date goes well. This has been good conversation. This this date was all the conversation leading up to it was me being like, this is annoying as shit, but I'm going to go on this because fuck it. And now that I see she's just out of a relationship, I'm like, this is even more annoying. Um, so I text her and go, oh, I guess we're just going to stare at each other's Instagrams now because that's what what you do when you send each other instagrams. You just stare at the instagrams and you do a little bit of instagram stuff. That's what you do. If you ask for someone's social media, if you ask for my instagram, I know what you're doing. You're going to look at the whole fucking thing. And I'm going to do the same thing if I ask for yours. That's just what you do. As a person who's going on a date with you or or as a person that you that that uh as a person who's going on a date with somebody else you're very curious and if you ask for their social media you're going to do the research you want to you want to know what they look like you want to find a video maybe and find out if they look the way the the pictures look um you you know you want to get a sense of the person before you make the mistake of going on a date and so then I say that I text that the, uh, I guess we're going to just stare at each other's Instagrams. And then she goes, I'm going to sleep. (laughs) That's what she texts me. And I go, good night. She goes night. So then we don't talk for a day and I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make it this reservation and text her. See you then. So a day goes by on Friday. I message her. I go, Oh, made a reservation for seven on Saturday. See you then. And then she texts me back and goes, Sorry, I changed my mind. <laughs> so I was filled with two emotions. I was filled with a little bit of rejection where I was like, damn, I got rejected. But then I was also filmed filled with an overwhelming sense of Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I don't have to go on this goddamn date. I'm gonna play Returnal all weekend. <laughs> I had that thought because Returnal just came out. Returnal, dude. If you don't know what it is, fucking look it up. It's a, it's a, it's a roguelite. My first roguelite I ever played, bro. It's a roguelite third-person shooter made by the, the 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 dudes and gals who made Rezogun, which is a tight fucking PS4 game, and it's very good, and I loved playing the little bit I played of it, I just want to play more and more, and uh, part of me was like, this date, I got a date, and it'll be good to have human interaction, but also Rezogun is dope, or Returnal is dope, and I just want to play that. So part of me was like, and maybe that's not a good thing, that I'd much rather I mean, but that's for anybody, dude. (laughs) Anybody this weekend who wants to hang out, I'm like, dude, I'm playing Returnal. I'd rather play a game than hang out with most people. It's just, it is what it is, man. You're not, you're not more fun than an alien planet crafted by hundreds of people. You're not. Okay. And you shouldn't be. Nobody worked on you for that fucking long. You're not that interesting. It's just, it is what it is. Your parents accidentally had you and, and these hundreds of people intentionally spent thousands and thousands of hours on crafting this perfectly made game. Of course, the game is going to be better. It it has more work put into it. Um, any, any video game in existence is more fun than me. That's a fact. Okay? I would not argue a- against anyone who said that. Uh, so yeah, so I was I was relieved. I felt like fucking what Larry David said that. He said, I'm I'm never he goes, when someone cancels plans, it's always a good thing. Because then I don't have anything to do. Then then I'm I'm free. I don't have to do something. And that's how I felt. I felt like that's awesome. I'm free. Uh so then I texted my friend and was like, hell yeah, man. Guess who's gonna be in the Discord Saturday, baby? Um and then he's like, "Oh shit, what happened?" And then I sent him the screenshot of her being like, "Sorry, I changed my mind," and me being me going, "Ha ha ha!" I. Oh, did I say that? I texted that back. She said, "Sorry, I changed my mind," and I texted back, "Ha ha ha ha!" I. Anyway, so then he goes, oh, I'm sorry, dude." I'm like, "Listen, man, honestly, the conversation we had was not going well." Um, and then he. Oh, and another layer of this that I forgot to mention is that first picture I saw of them that was a year back. It was a New Year's photo of the two of them making a funny face of her and her boyfriend making a funny face. And it said this year is going to be epic. (laughs) It said 2020 is going to be epic. And I guess... I mean, she wasn't wrong. Ep- I mean, epic means of great scale. And, like, the, this definitely was fucking epic, dude. This was an epic year. Especially if she lost her relationship of four years and also a pandemic happened. That's pretty fucking epic, dude. But anyway... um, Again, said anyway. God damn it. Gotta fucking get rid of that refrain. So she... So my friend is like, uh, whatever, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll game. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Uh, but then he goes, dude, what the fuck? I just looked at this girl's Instagram and that guy is in her stories. And so I go back to her Instagram and I see that the dude, the dude who looks to be her boyfriend, who's in all of her photos on Instagram, uh, is now is, 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 in her story and the caption, the story is it's one of those days. And he's, he's just stretching in front of her in her apartment. And I still being the dumb fuck that I am was like, well, that's weird. Maybe she's getting back together with him, or maybe like they're on and off. And then he goes, dude, do you think that she was trying to cheat? And I was like, what? (laughs) And he goes, think about it. She used an alias. She has all these pictures with her ex. Or with with this guy. And I was like, oh. oh may, wait, what? And then everything clicked in my head. And I was like, oh, shit. Is that why the text initially or the messages initially felt like she was like trying to hang out immediately? Like, was she like my apartments. Oh, was she just trying to like one and done that day? She on her boyfriend real quick. And then the date thing. And then, yeah, her name being pickles on the app, but that's not her real name. And then also when I saw that many photos of this dude in her, I was like, this is a psychotic amount of photos to keep with a person who you just broke up with. But I was also like, it's been four years. Maybe you keep the photos. I don't know. But then it all clicked, and I was like, holy fuck. I think that might have happened. I think that might be what the fuck happened. And then also her apartment is very nice. All the videos, she's got a pool she's fucking got a giant Lower East Side apartment. Like every image I saw of her place, I was like, this is fucking nice. How the hell is she affording this by herself? And then he's in it stretching with her. And I'm like, wait a second. I think they might live together. Wait a second. I think they might still be together. And yeah. So damn dude. So that was my experience on dating apps this week. Um, (laughs) Somebody tried to pull me into ruining their relationship. That's pretty tight, dude. Not what I'm looking for, but what are you going to do, you know? Um, Or she could have just not liked me. (laughs) Which is totally possible, which might be more possible in this scenario. Who knows? But what are you going to do? She either just did not like me or she was trying to cheat on her husband, boyfriend, whatever, and was and had second thoughts. I don't know. Either, either way, I got to play Returnal, so I'm having a good weekend. <laughs> Dude, I like video games, man. I like them too much. I like them too much. I was on the Discord the other day with some friends, and they were talking about um, how you can look at how many hours you've put into games on your PlayStation. Now, this was not these were statistics that I thought I did not know were on PlayStation or Xbox. Part of the reason I stopped playing uh, games on steam is because I, I, I didn't want the constant reminder of how many hours I was wasting playing video games. I didn't want the knowledge of how much time I'm dumping into them. So I thought I was safe playing on PlayStation. I did not think they logged your fucking hours in, but then much to my chagrin, a friend of mine was like, Hey dude, no, I'm looking at it right now. And they show you it. So I said, fuck it. Let me look. And I start looking at the games and too many hours for a lot of them. But then one game stuck out more than the others. And it was, it was a number that bummed me the fuck out. It was a number that immediately upon seeing it, Immediately upon seeing the hour count for this game, it was a number so large that I went, oh God, I immediately went like, ah, fuck. (laughs) I think the exact words I used was, uh, oh no. (laughs) Oh no. Is that really how many fucking hours I spent? And then I said to my friends, "Guess how many hours I spent playing God of War." And they start guessing. They're like, uh, "I'm gonna guess like 300 hours." The other one guess. I go, uh, well, what? What's your guess?" To my other friend, he goes, "I'm gonna guess like 500 hours." And I go, or he, another the friend said, "I'm gonna guess 600 hours." And I go, "Try doubling it." <laughs> And he goes, what? And I go, I played 1265 hours of God of War. According to PlayStation, I played 1265 hours of the single player game God of War. And one of my friends said that too. He goes, oh shit. And that's single player. (laughs) Which is somehow even more of a like, hey man, what the fuck are you doing? And, and, and here's the thing, the way I play video games, I do leave the console on for a long time sometimes. So there is a bit of like, well, I leave the console on for a long time when I'm not playing. So those numbers are probably inflated a bit, but they're not inflated enough where that isn't a substantial number. Even if they were inflated by 200 hours. (laughs) I played that game too many times and I had a feeling because I was playing it the other day and, and something in my, in my gut, in the core of my fucking stomach was like, I don't want to play this. You stop playing this. Something deep in me was like, ugh, I feel bad doing this and I don't know why. And also the amount of currency I have in that game, like the amount of fucking It's got to be in the billions. I don't look at the number anymore because it's so it's occupying so much fucking space on the screen that I think the screen itself is going to fucking crack and break. But I was like, damn, I have so much experience points and money in this game that I must have been playing it a, 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 a unorthodox amount. I must I must have played through this too many times. And when I saw that number, the answer was clear. Yes. Yes, I have. And my friends were very sweet about it, where they were like, oh, that's kind of tight. Like some of my... Because I, I told other friends who were in the Discord when they came in later. And some of them were like, that's tight, dude. And then other ones were like, hey, man, if you had fun doing it, that's great. And then another one said, hey, I probably spent the same amount of time just being depressed this year, so so I think you made a better use of your time. And I didn't say this, but part of me was like, hey, man, I spent a large portion of those hours also being depressed. <laughs> I don't think you spend 1,200 hours of a game uh, I don't think you spend 1,200 hours playing a video game, a single player video game, unless you're also very, very, very much in a dark spot in your brain. I don't I don't think you do that. I don't think you clock in those hours without some healthy amount of depression. <laughs> anyway... Uh, And I think they're right, you know, you, in the same way that they're like, Hey, don't feel bad about it. I think it's very healthy, healthy for me to also feel bad about it. I mean, I calculated what 1,265 hours is in days and it's like 55 days. It's 55 days of my life spent playing that game. And not even really 55 days because that's 55 full days. And so when you really factor it in, because you're not, you're, what are you awake? 16 hours of the day. So if you really factor it in, it's probably like five, oh, it's not 500. Fuck that. I'd fucking kill myself. So it's really probably a hundred hours of my life. A hundred days, not hours, days, a hundred days of my life or close to it spent hitting people with an axe and yelling boy at my son. That's that's so I spent fucking uh, almost a hundred days of my life hearing boy come here boy that's a lot of uh, abusive fatherhood to intentionally endure <laughs> Anyway, uh so yeah, so that's not the best. So it made me think I should probably curb my uh video game habits a little bit. <laughs> it was good to see. It was good to see cuz I knew it for a while, but it was good to see the stole, the 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 uh the cold hard number, you know? The stone cold number. I don't even know if that's the fucking right thing to say for it, but it it was good to see clearly this is how much time you've wasted stop. (laughs) It said next to it. I don't know how they did that. PlayStation must have edited it in. Maybe once you hit over a thousand hours in a game, they fucking burn this into the screen. But it said 1265 hours. Stop. (laughs) Don't play this game anymore. Also, it's a good thing to see the hour count. In retrospect, in retrospect, I should have just kept playing on Steam because the hour count keeps you in check. You're like, I played that many hours of that game of that game. It's time to stop. It's time for me to not do that anymore. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to try not to play God of War, at least for a long, long time, (laughs) (laughs) at least for a 100 fucking days. Damn, dude, I spent a lot of time telling that fucking stupid date story. I, I hope it was entertaining to some degree. I only got like four minutes left of the pod, and I have a whole other story that I want to talk about that I don't know if I have the time to talk about. Um, I'll talk about it real quick. So I, I, I helped uh someone I know move recently. Um, that's all I'll say. I I helped somebody move and, uh, he was moving with other people. And one of the people who was moving with him was this woman, a guy and another guy. Okay. And this woman was very irritating and she was a bit of a Karen. I had a real life Karen scenario with this woman where it was the end of the day. We had spent the whole day loading this truck, right? To the point where, like, the other people who were helping us had to leave because we've been doing it so fucking long. Like, hours and hours of loading this fucking truck. And then we bring the truck to the new place where we're unloading it to move all this shit into uh, this studio. And the area we want to park in is uh, taken up by two cars. Right? So we're parked you know, 30 feet from where we want to be parked so that it's an easy, it's an easier way to bring all our shit into the building, in, uh, to the freight elevator. And there is a car. So there are two cars right in front of the truck. One of the cars leave, but the other car stays there. And in the car is, um, uh, two attractive black women. And, um, one of the, one of the women gets out and goes inside and, and then the other woman is sitting in the car now the first the first thing that happened here um that that made me go this this is going to be a weird scenario was uh when one of the women left and went inside the other woman still sat in the passenger seat and then the woman i know the karen i'll refer to her as karen from now on karen like, was getting annoyed by the car being there, and then she walked over and looked inside the car and said, oh, no one's in there. (laughs) She looked at it, and I'm standing on the sidewalk looking in the car, too. I'm not walking all the way up to it to stare. She walked up to the car, stared inside the car. The woman inside the car looked at Karen like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Okay. Now I'm not, listen, that's what her eyes said. I'm not calling her that I'm not calling Karen that, but that's what her eyes said. And respectfully. So she just was staring inside the car. And also she was, I guess she was staring at the woman. Like she wasn't like, she didn't exist because her answer after looking into the car was, Oh, no one's in there. You just looked at a full human, dude. There's a full human in that car. So already I was like, was that, that was, that was racist, right? That was weird and great and racial. That was definitely racial and strange that she didn't see the black woman in the car. Like I, you, you could see her dude. <laughs> anyway, so that's where it started. And I was like, this is weird. Um, and she's getting pissed about the car being there. And then so since the car in front of that one moved, uh, one of the people we're with was like standing in that space. And then we're trying to like figure out if we could move the truck in front of this car that's in the way. And then but uh, but again, the car's not in the way they're allowed to park there. It would just be easier for us if we moved the car up. But sh- th- th- this woman, this, this these two women are allowed to park in this area like it, it's we came late. If she wants to be nice enough to move, she can, but she doesn't have to move. Anyway, but Karen's getting pissed off. And then the woman uh, who was driving the car comes out of the building and she goes, do you need, do you need me to move? Or do you want me to move? And instead of going, instead of going, oh yeah, that'd be great. Could you actually move that? That'd be so great. Thank you so much. Instead of being humble and saying thank you to a person who's offering to do something nice for you, she goes... In response to this woman being gracious and nice, and going, "Uh, do do? Oh shit! The timer just went out. Uh, I'll see you for the end of this story. I'll see you in a sec. What's up? I'm back. Okay. So she. So so in response to this woman being like, "Sure, you want me to move? Instead of being gracious and nice, she look Karen looks at her. Kind of with a vicious, shitty look and goes, and goes. I mean, you're blocking us. Like we're trying to load all of our stuff and you're blocking us. You're in our way. Like, yeah, if you could move, I mean, you're blocking us. That's what she said. And so the woman goes, okay, yeah, I'll move. I'll move. And then she gets in her car and she's kind of being, she's being as nice as possible because she could have been like, Hey, watch your fucking tone. Why the fuck would you talk to me like that? Like I'm, I'm offering to move. You don't have to be a douche, but instead she goes, okay, okay, I'll move. I'll move. And she gets in the car and she starts moving. She, or she moves up a little bit, uh, instead of moving up all the way. Cause also this what she's Karen is standing in the way. So the woman's like, I'm trying to move, but you're standing in front of me. So I can only move so much. So she moves a little bit and then, um, And then Karen's like, could you move, could you move up a little further? Could you move up a little further? And at that point she's pissed off because not only did she, was she rude to, Karen was rude to this lady, but now she's like being kind of shitty and being like, can you move up? Can you move up? She's saying it like, like everything has to happen for this woman, for Karen to be happy. So then Karen go, so then the woman in the car goes, I'm I'm moving. You keep repeating yourself. You're so annoying. Keep repeating yourself. Jesus. And then she goes, "Okay." And then Karen goes, "Okay, you don't need to say that." And she goes, "You keep you're annoying. You keep repeating yourself, okay? Fucking stop repeating yourself. I'm moving. I'm going." And Karen's like, "Oh my god." "Oh my god." Okay. And then she walks away. And then she goes over to me and says, "Can do you hear what they're saying?" And I go, "Yeah, dude, don't stop trying to start a fight." <laughs> no, I said, don't start a fight with them. And then I walk away because I'm not going to be lumped in with her shit. She was trying to fucking make me a part of her defense force. Like she was, she was walking over to me to go, Hey, can you believe this? You're on my side, right? If shit goes down, you're on my side. Right. And I went, very kindly, no, I'm not on your side and walked away. In so many words, I was like, don't start. Yeah, I heard what they said. Don't start a fight with them. I'm peacing out. And I walked fucking 10 feet away. And these women were like, all right, bitch, I'm moving, bitch. Okay. Jesus Christ. You keep fucking repeating yourself. You're going to be such a bitch or we're moving. And she's like, Oh my God. Karen goes, Oh my God. As a Karen does. Karen start fight. And then when it gets thrown at them, they, they act like they're fucking an innocent victim. So then these women, uh, I think they did not just move all the way up. I think they ended up driving away or they moved all the way up. Doesn't matter. They get fully out of the way. And then I just go to the back of the truck to start unloading. And then, uh, Karen comes over and walks over to us and she's like, can you believe that just happened? Can you believe that? And she and she's talking to one of the guys I'm uh, we were with, and she's talking more to him than to me. But I'm standing right there, and she said, like, "Can you believe that just happened? Oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. Did you hear them?" I I said to them very nicely. I said, "Could you could you please move your car because we're trying to unload it, and it'll be so great if you could move your car. That'd be so nice if you could. P- could you please do that?" And then they just she just started yelling at me like, "Oh my god, yeah, we'll move, bitch. You bitch. Oh my god, you're bi- you're a bitch. Can you believe that happened?" And I'm looking at her like, no, I can't believe that happened because I saw what happened and that didn't fucking happen. And then the dude goes, I'm so sorry that happened to you. It didn't, it didn't happen to her. She made it up. It's wild to watch somebody in real time process a fight they went into And then walk over to another person and, 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 and after processing what happened, changed, changed the story entirely to make her look like a victim. In real time, I watched this woman completely lie about a thing that just happened in front of us to us. Like she's lying about the thing we all saw to the people who saw it. Do you, the level of delusion and entitlement that it takes to do something like that is fucking wild anyway. So bottom line of this story, fuck this lady. <laughs> Cause I was also getting paid to move shit that day. Uh, uh, and then during the day she was like talking about stuff. She's like, yeah, well last time when I moved my apartment, uh, the estimate was like 800 bucks for moving. I ended up paying two grand, but it was no big deal. And then later we were talking about the TV. She's like, I don't want, she goes, we can leave the TVs on the truck. I mean, they're like 500 a piece. So like, I don't really care if someone takes them. And I'm like, hey, don't keep bringing up how much money you don't give a fuck about when you're not paying me that much money. Okay? Word to the wise, if you're employing somebody and you're not paying them the best rate. Don't keep talking about how money is inconsequential to you. Another person I work with did that, told me the rent of his new apartment. And I'm like, hey man, then you can pay me more. Don't fucking tell me how good you're doing. If you're paying me like shit, you fucking dumb, dumb. Anyway, Well, bottom line, what I wanted to say was those two women are in the right and don't ever let somebody, don't ever let a Karen like that or any person fucking lump you in with their bullshit. Don't do it, dude. Stand your ground. If, if you are with somebody who's getting into a fight with people, you look at them and you go, Hey man, you made your own bed. You started this fight. You're going to have to end it yourself. Also, she's not even a friend of mine. She's some lady that I barely know. I don't give a fuck what happens to her. I don't give a fuck what happens to her in an argument where I agree with the party that doesn't like her. I don't know what you want me to do in that scenario. (laughs) If it got violent, maybe I'd intervene. But other than that, you're on your own, dude. It's a war of fucking words right now. And and you're going to have to lose the battle. Because you started it, and they're going to fucking end it. And good, dude. Oh, man. But it pissed me off. It pissed me off that this guy, again, it was her employee, Uh, was like, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I'm not sorry. I'm glad it happened to you. And I hope that even though you made it up, and that's the bummer, too, is that she didn't learn anything from that scenario. She made up a different version in her head. And that's the reality to her. And that's the crazy thing. And I think that's why the story is so interesting and insane to me is that, like, there are people out there like that. There are men and women who start fights, who do shitty stuff, and then when they tell the story back, they just change it so that they're not the bad person. It's like when you hear a story about a dude who got stabbed or got mugged Or got in a fucking brawl in the middle of the street at night. Every time I'm told a story like that. It's always a dude I know who is aggressive and irritating and tries to start fights. So then people are like, can you believe what happened to him in the city? And you're like, that's not the city's fault. That's his fault. For being a loud fucking cunt. (laughs) If you want to start a fight, if you want to be shitty to people, they're going to be shitty back. As they fucking should anyway, fuck that lady. Uh, <laughs> and I love those women in that car. That's it for the podcast this week. Uh, I'm sorry if these fucking stories were too long winded, uh, I'm trying to get better about editing myself and not, uh, going on 90,000 tangents and being a long winded fucking asshole. But, um, anyway, I hope you enjoyed this week. Uh, I had a great time. As always, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.